Welcome to the ABMRS podcast. We're smart, sophisticated, a little silly, and searching for the best that love has to offer. We are all but MRS. What's ABMRS? It's the romantic version of all but dissertation, commonly known in academic circles as ABD that state of limbo between finishing all of your doctoral level courses and writing and defending your dissertation. It's uncomfortable. It's confusing. It's hard to explain to people. And it may feel oddly familiar if you're a woman over 30 who is attractive and accomplished, but still unmarried. When you've done all the fabulous things that the world says you're supposed to do, except find your ideal mate, you're not ABD. You're ABMRS. All but misses. You won't take it from here. At the top of the verse, at the top of 2 Corinthians 6, at verse 14, using the King James Version, there are some people who like to talk about equally yoked, but I figure today we go back. We go back to the origins of where that topic and that subject comes in. What, what you say there now? Yes, yes, we're talking about unequally yoked. So we're going back to the word of the Lord, and the word of the Lord is blessed. So I'm not trying to put no uh, put no strange tuning onto it, but I just want us to understand where the origins and the ideas of unequally yoked comes from. Many people, yes, okay, yes. now, now many people will go forth and use this verse and attempt to uh, apply it to every part of their life. When it comes to being in relationship with people. But I'm going to sit here and I'm going to read today right now from the very first verse right here. Read. Verse 14. Yes, it says, be ye not unequally yoked. Take your time. Take your time. Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship have the righteous... With the unrighteous. And what communion have light with that of darkness? Ooh, not the darkness. No darkness. Now, that oftentimes what most people in uh, relationships and, and dating worlds oftentimes use. Unequally yoked. And what does it mean to be unequally yoked? So today, we're going to open with that being the premise of our discussion today. Many of the women who are gathered together with this union, who we think are equally yoked, this eight, this divine eight that's come together, we believe we're equally yoked in this endeavor as we are all unyoked right now. <laughs> as we are all unyoked. <laughs> but we're yoked together in this, in this endeavor to understand and identify where we are within our all but misses journey. Thank you, Reverend Jenkins. Yes, Thank you, Reverend yes. Jenkins. Okay. Hallelujah! <laughs> <laughs> so we need to go further. I need to. I need to probe here just a bit of the seven mavens that we have here present with us today. Where is it? Where is it? And how is it that we investigate this unequally yoked? business. What does it mean? What does it mean? And some people have, have started to, to use it so much that it feels like this whole business of being unequally yoked or being equally yoked is a joke. 
Like, it's just a straight up joke. Like, like, and, I, and I'll be very honest, coming from a ministerial background, um, I'm a little perplexed. I don't know if it's just simply the divine timing has not come into play just yet. So anyone that I have looked at in a romantic sense, mm, no, you're not it. Mm, no, you're not it. Mm, no, we're unequally yoked. And you can point to little different pieces within the relationship that says, mm, no, this wasn't a good match. But um, is the idea and concept and notion about being equally yoked, is that a joke? I mean, we hate we to. Look for, yeah. mm -hmm. Is it something we should look for? Yeah, because you know, I don't even it, like the term. To be you know, and so, you know? <laughs> for, especially for religious folks, you know, who live and breathe by the the, the divine word of the Lord, you know, we want to take everything that it tells us and we want to try to apply it to our lives but and you don't ever want to be you know those who live by by these words you don't ever want to say oh well that's you know that's that's outdated or oh that's something that i don't have to listen to you don't ever want to take that stance but dang is it a joke like really like i think most people just, think that unequally yoked at least in my circle of friends the the definition of unequally yoked for them is dating someone outside of your religion. Mm, mm. Um, and so it would be if you were, you know, to date, you're a Christian and you date someone, a Muslim. Mm -hmm. Now, have I ventured? I have. Um, and it was at a time that I your got religion. tired of waiting. Uh, my religion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, and it was at a time when I was um, tired of waiting because, you know, I was in the church and I was waiting for the Lord to send me my husband. And, you know, and, 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 and I'm not to talk against people who are in that period of waiting. So, I, I'm in that period of waiting. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't trying to say well, You know, So, I'm not to try and... Um, dissuade anyone from that weight because there's a purpose for that for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. But for me, I got tired of waiting. And so I then ventured out and I dated someone of the Muslim faith. Now we, you know, he was charming and, and everything else, but we clashed when it came to my faith because I was a believer and, you know, we would talk about some religious things and he would be open to discussion, but ultimately he knew that he would want more than one wife and ultimately oh but that's some bs i'm sorry we'll come back to that later oh, well, right right because okay. you grew up in islam i grew up yes oh, i right. grew up muslim like right. come on now but, right. but, but, but he had a problem with the amount of time i was spending in the church and he had a problem with the amount of money that i was giving to the yes. church and that was a clash for me because it was don't tell me how to spend my money and especially as something as dear to me as the church was mm -hmm. so these things just didn't kind of pan out too well with us um, and then how we would I don't have children but we were talking about what if we had children you know, how would you raise the children mm -hmm. you know what faith would they be so it was just it was just too much of a conflict and so I realized that's not the that's not the route that I want to take is relations are difficult enough as mm -hmm. it is so to involve religion, it, it's one thing if the other person isn't particularly religious mm -hmm. and they don't care how you raise the kids and they don't care if you go to church. But if someone's flat footed in their faith mm -hmm. and you're flat footed, it just it just is a source it's of conflict. conflict yeah. yeah. For me, it's always men socioeconomic differences. Mm -hmm. oh. That's a part of it. Yeah. Okay. You know, like coming from different socioeconomic backgrounds and feeling like we just don't 
get each other. I remember I had some, this guy who I dated for a while. He could not believe that I took riding lessons, like horseback riding lessons. He wasn't from the Philadelphia area, so the city of Philadelphia provides a lot of recreational services for reasonable costs, and, and they have horseback riding stables. You can, you know, they have lessons for kids, some in my neighborhood, different parts of the city. And he was just like, oh my God, you had riding lessons? Like, you must have been rich. You did this, you must have been rich. I am not rich. Okay. <laughs> my family is not rich. My parents were professionals. They Well, they are professionals. They both have professional degrees. But they never made like tons of money. But it's just like he grew up very poor and never went to like things as simple as like he never went to summer camp and couldn't mm -hmm. believe I, you know, you went to you went to sleepover camp. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, my God, mm -hmm. he didn't he didn't listen when I was telling him, well, actually, it was a camp came for low-income kids not that we were low-income I don't know how we got in there but anyway <laughs> <laughs> maybe technically we were low-income I don't know uh, my mom knows a lot of people but he just thought that these simple things that my parents were able to do for us meant that we had goo gobs of money mm -hmm. and it was like oh well, you were it was he tried to as we've talked about in several episodes level me like mm -hmm. oh you were rich you don't you don't understand the struggle because you're rich and I was just like, I'm not rich, but you know, we we there were some differences in our socioeconomic backgrounds, and that's mm -hmm. always been like a similar source of tension to mm -hmm. having someone of a different religion. It's just mm -hmm. like every time you bring up something around that topic, even things that you think are non-controversial mm -hmm. or harmless, it's like you're just talking about your experience, mm -hmm. and it's, it becomes like a source of conflict. Mm -hmm. So that's been my experience with it. That's interesting. I'm going to say mine was growing up without a mother but mm. with a father, where most mm. males have grown up with a mother without a father. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So hmm. just the relationship that I had with my father in my 20s and 30s, that wasn't, un they didn't understand that. But it was basically the same relationship that they had with their mother. Mm -hmm. Mom called, they went. Dad called, I went. Mm -hmm. So they, you know, they just really didn't understand how I could be such a daddy's girl because mm -hmm. they didn't have that mm -hmm. that male influence. And all their male influences were uncles or maybe the grandfather or men in their neighborhood. So I think that this equally yoked goes beyond religion mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's just i feel like it's anything that they feel like you have that they don't have yes. they just can't stand it like yeah. mm -hmm. it's just always a source of conflict when they feel when men feel like you have something they don't whether it's education whether it's money whether it's having had two parents like you can't you can't choose that you know right. <laughs> like your parents stay yeah. together that usually has nothing to do with you you know yeah. exactly so that's a really good point because I think, like you say, it goes beyond religion, it goes beyond socioeconomic status, it can go beyond family dynamics. I know for me, it even goes to just your range of interests and life experiences. I mean, I've been very fortunate. I've traveled several places, you know, and I've, I've had sort of adventures kind of things and then I'm interested everything is interesting to me like everything mm -hmm. and I like to talk about a wide range of things and I like learning all kinds of things you know if somebody knows something and I don't know it I don't sit there and think like oh, well who they think they are or mm -hmm. did they I'm like oh really like how can you find that out and I've been in relationships with people who you know f for one like one person just had a limited range of interest it was like just 
he's only interested in these few things. And I'm like, that is not going to sustain me. You know, that's just not going to work. You know, or I've been, you know, with other people who didn't have their own authentic interests. Mm-hmm. They kind of figured like, whatever you wanted. right. Or not even whatever I wanted, just like whatever society said, like if you are a black man who has your degree and mm-hmm. this and the other, then you're supposed to want this and you're supposed to drive that and you're supposed to mm-hmm. eat this and you drink this kind of wine. I'm not interested in any of that. That's that after a while, that, like real quick, actually that gets boring to me. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, the best relationship I've had has been with someone who has kind of traveled the world and seen this and seen that and is into like this and you know like in one of our earliest conversations I said you know like I'm fascinated by everything and I can talk about any and everything and he's like well I too you know can do that and I was like well we might be able to work out this is great but you know but I can't I'm not gonna like level down I'm not gonna like dumb down I'm not gonna pretend that yeah, I just want to sit and watch the game on Sunday. That's not me. That's not my thing. <laughs> and it's never going to be my thing. I will watch a game, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to do that religiously. And I can't be with someone who is saying, I need to be parked in front of the TV every Sunday and needs to do that. So that's... yeah. yeah. And to your point, like there's there's another scripture that says, can two walk together? Unless you agree. Yeah, mm. unless you agree. So mm. on any level of agreement, mm. I mean, you have to think about how that connection can occur so whether it's socioeconomic or religious or whatever mm-hmm. but you have to agree on some um some foundational level where that those values that are important to you if there's something mm-hmm. that doesn't matter too much and like oh i can compromise because you know there's compromise in relationships for the most part mm-hmm. um yes right right some <laughs> give and some yeah. take but um but those things that are of great importance to you you know you kind of have to I just got all turned around. What the hell was I doing? (laughs) (laughs) But no, I think you brought another dynamic to that. And I'm I'm over here processing. Usually when I'm quiet, I'm processing. Um, But, um, you know, just the notion of, okay, being equally yoked means, you know, far more than just unrighteous, unrighteous, clean versus unclean. It's mm-hmm. like, do you, can you agree on anything? Right. Like, you can't walk together in this life. You can't journey together in this life if one's trying to go right and the other's trying to go left. Like, okay, or you think that, you know, sending kids away to summer camp is just a, a way too bougie of a of an expense. <laughs> I was good. Let them run up and down the street just like I did. I think right. that's good. Right. Right. And drink right. some hugs. And right. drink some hugs and drink out the... Out the drink eat out some chumpies. And eat some chumpies, drink out the water fountain, and, and you know <laughs> the that the water holds. Oh, right. And you know that, that's a, that water comes straight through a lead pipe. And all the, you know, I mean, come on now. Like, so many layers of issue. I mean, it's just like, oh, it was good enough for me. So, you know, it's just like, no, no, we don't agree. We don't agree on child rearing. We don't agree on uh, uh, how we should be, you know, dealing with our finances. And you can't do that. You You don't know what you don't agree on until you're actually in relationship. That's true. Mm. And also, like, you yeah. have to decide how much you're willing to compromise. Mm-hmm. Not just that you will compromise. Right. But what is, you know, what's most, it's almost like you have to prioritize. Like, sure. what is most important mm-hmm. to you? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and then say, okay, I get this win, but I take this L. Mm-hmm. And is that okay? Mm-hmm. Is that enough? And I, I don't know. Do you want to be right or do you want to win? Or, or do you want to be happy? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. How, and how far along into the relationship does this happen? You mm-hmm. know, do, 
you know, is this early on? Is this monkey. later? Joe had a back to think like will we ever be in a relationship with somebody where we're equally yoked on every level? Mm. I don't know. Maybe not every level, but continue. I'm yeah, sorry. Because I've been with somebody who I wasn't equally yoked with spiritually. Mm-hmm. It caused conflict. Another person I wasn't equally yoked with educationally. That caused major conflict. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it just brings the question to my mind, like, is there ever going to be a time like where you're at every level equally yoked with somebody? I, go ahead. I, think, I think that it's possible because there are women who are of the Jewish faith and um, Muslim faith that are married. Mm-hmm. They have an education and they found a way to do this. So it's just a matter of finding someone who's willing to do this walk with you. Mm-hmm. And, and not just finding them, but making sure that you are not accepting people who are not. Yeah, I feel like that's... Cut it off quickly. To me, like, I know that's definitely a problem mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. mine. Mm-hmm. That I let stuff go way mm-hmm. too long. Okay. Right. I'm, when I'm I, there with you. When with I should have just been like... Like I said in a previous episode... These dudes, they say everything on the first date. Like, they give you their whole life story. And, and the red flags are just yeah. flying left and right. Yeah. And it's like, I should have walked away. I can think of many times I should have walked away after that date said, thank you so much. But yeah, why did I walk on with it? Did you think it was something that which could possibly change? Um, maybe, because, maybe because <laughs> alcohol was involved a couple times. Maybe because, you know, it had, been, it had been a while. <laughs> And I was just like, you know, I wanted to date someone. I think a lot of it in my case is just I'm very introverted and I don't meet a lot of people. Okay. And I'm not like out and about. So sometimes it's like you get a little pent up frustration and you, you know, then it's like, well, dang, I got to date somebody. Mm. But then that's when we're accepting that unequal yeah oh definitely you know definitely so we either have to put more work in you know putting a cow and a donkey that's Mm -hmm. in that the analogy that they use Mm -hmm. you know the the donkey's a um, work animal so are you going to be the jackass in this relationship At, <laughs> at one point, Remix. where Remix. are we going to cut off? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I've gotten much better at that as I've gotten older because after the experiences I've had, I know what my pattern has been. I know. So I'm not currently seeking a relationship right now. I'm not dating. I'm not really all that interested in dating. But, you know, eventually when I do feel like stepping back out there, I will hopefully have more tools to yeah. be able to say, Mm. Yeah, you know when you tell me that 
you come from a broken home and you give me your whole sob story. Oh, my childhood was so awful. No, I've never been to therapy. No. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I have a couple kids. I have, you know, I've been divorced. And, no, you know, we didn't go to counseling. No. I mean, when that, when that happens, I can say, you know what? It was nice to meet you. I hope you get the help you, you need and yeah. walk away. It's mm. like, I'm not willing to... At this point in my life, I'm not willing to waste my time, which is why I'm not dating right now, because I, I'm really not willing to waste my time. You took the yoke off. But you know what, though? Mm. I think that the yoke itself is problematic. Mm. The image of the yoke, for me, is problematic for two major reasons. The first reason is you can be unequally yoked within something that you would think is an actual equal yoking. Mm. Like, for example, like, okay, I need to, I'm college educated. I need mm -hmm. to be with somebody who's college educated. Mm -hmm. But just because you two have this commonality mm -hmm. and this similar experience does not mean that you need to be together right. mm -hmm. and that you are a match. I have made that mistake. Okay, I've done these three things. He's done these three things. We need to be together. Mm -hmm. No, you do mm -hmm. not. Mm -hmm. I mean, I knew somebody, it was actually somebody I've been in a relationship with, and one of the sources of his issues was, even though his parents were both Christian, they were different denominations mm. and that had been a source of conflict mm -hmm. throughout his whole life and it caused a lot of internal conflict for him and mm. I never thought of, I was like well what's the problem like they're both Christians it's like well no this one believed this and that one believed that mm. and all he knew was a lot of strife because of that so I'm like okay wait a minute so we need to dig a little bit deeper into you know what it really means mm -hmm. to have this common thing but then also like with the yoke just when I think about the image, I'm like, okay, so it's a yoke and you put it on these animals and, and it's this rigid, and inflexible thing. Yeah. You're bounding your burdens together and you got to go this way the rest of life. And I, I feel like there's no room for the individuals to grow in their own ways, mm -hmm. but then still find a way to be together. It's like, we will do this like this. Mm -hmm. This is how it's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> <And I'm> like, <laughs> it's funny that you say that because I know a Christian couple that they were the prime example of that. And simply because they were Christian, they didn't have anything else in common. Mm. Oh my God. They got married. And it was bad. Christian couple going to church and doing all those churchy things together, mm. but they yeah. had nothing in common. <laughs> <laughs> I wish the audience could see her face. <laughs> 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 I mean, it was yeah. just really bad, and they ended up getting a divorce. Yeah. And it was actually a friend of mine, and the day she came to me and said, like, I'm getting married to this person. I'm just like, I was just like, why? Girl, because he was Right, I don't even remember them dating. Because they were trying to do things a certain way. And I was just like, mm, I don't know if that's a good idea. Wow. <laughs> so as the unyoked begin to think about all of these yoked people around us, I, I just can't help but think that maybe we are, we're not in a time beyond 
um, what I feel like is our written writ, holy writ that takes us into where we should be. But I think there, I think there's some more room and space for us to begin to examine what exactly examine on a deeper level, you know, for what that really means for each one of us individually. And so I'm 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 grateful to be in this unyoked place with all of you because <laughs> I really appreciate the perspectives that were granted with us today. And so I want to encourage those who might be listening to this podcast right now to go us and go ahead and drop us a comment, drop us a uh, a email mm-hmm. on all but misses dot com all but misses at gmail.com mm-hmm. and um, let us know what you're thinking about. Is being equally yoked a joke? And so, until next time. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. The ABMRS podcast is recorded at Sanctify Studios, produced by the talented David P. Stevens and edited by the incredible Charles Washington. Follow us on Facebook at ABMRS Podcast. Instagram and Twitter at ABMRS underscore podcast. If you're old school, we're here for you too. Email us at ABMRSMavens at allbutmrs.com. Until next time.